Hello everyone! Welcome to the first episode of my podcast, Thought Spirals, a place where I will be talking about unsolved mysteries, conspiracy theories, and mental health. Also, everything else in between that just makes my thoughts go into spirals. Today I'm going to be talking about the mysterious death and disappearance of one Ray Rivera. If you guys don't know about this case, um, it's a doozy. <laughs> it really is. It is tragic. It's um, definitely a mystery, definitely something that will make your brain go into a spiral, make you kind of go down the rabbit hole. Quickly, I just wanted to thank um, the Reddit user Peanut Baron for making this post on Ray Rivera. It's called The Death of Ray Rivera on Our Unsolved Mysteries. Um, it is very thorough. Um, I know a lot about the case from podcasts I've listened to, videos I've seen, and of course Netflix's Unsolved Mysteries, which I haven't watched yet, by the way. I hope it's really good. You guys can tell me in the comments or DM me or something. Tell me what you think about Netflix's Unsolved Mysteries. I personally um, watch a lot of YouTube and listen to a lot of content. Um, oh, sorry. Listen to a lot of podcasts about Unsolved Mysteries. Um, but I haven't watched the show, so you guys let me know how it is. But I definitely have heard a lot of, um, I guess you would say recounting of that episode, um, kind of going into the plot summary, so I've definitely heard about it. But again, I just wanted to thank um, user Peanut Baron. Ray Rivera was an aspiring filmmaker, husband, and a former editor of a financial newsletter. He was last seen leaving his Northwood home early on the evening of May 16, 2006. His decomposed body was found a week later in a closed meeting room of the Belvedere Hotel in Baltimore. A hole in the meeting room roof and Rivera's injuries indicated that he had probably come off of the top of the Belvedere, 14 stories up, and crashed through the lower roof, according to officials. Um, so originally this case seemed like you know, from the outside, it was a suicide case, but of course there are a lot of strange pieces of evidence that just don't line up to a suicide case, which we will go over. So let's go into some of the bullet points that this Reddit user added in their post that just didn't line up with the theory that he committed suicide. Um, in a Washington Examiner article, it states, an engineering study obtained by the examiner concluded that based on the distance that Rivera's body landed from the wall, estimated to be about roughly 43 feet, he would have had to been running roughly 11 miles per hour. So the average running speed is around 13 miles per hour. However, it is stated that physical size, fitness levels, etc., can alter this number. Ray was about six foot five and he weighed roughly 250 pounds. And Ray had a brother named Angel who helped significantly in this case. Um, he talked to the Belvedere building employees and they told him confidentially that Ray would have had to have been pushed off from the side of the building. Other set of doors to the roof and their impression was that it was more logical that he would have been pushed from there. Rivera's phone and flip-flops were also found on the adjacent roof, apparently coming free from Rivera as he fell. Despite the catastrophic injuries to Rivera, the phone was actually undamaged and in full working order when recovered, which you would figure if you 
I mean, I dropped my phone on the sidewalk one time and it cracked. So like, if you're gonna fall from a 14 story building, you would figure that your phone was going to be as damaged as you. It doesn't make any sense that the phone would be away from him and completely undamaged and working. It just doesn't make any sense. A money clip given to him by his wife, an heirloom of her family, by the way, um, it was never found, which was very strange because Rivera was known to always carry it with him and his wife saw it in his hand the day of his disappearance. It is quite possible that this item became lost when Rivera fell from the roof, perhaps the same thing that happened with the phone and the flip-flops, although um, it is thought that the money clip would then be somewhere else close to those items and easily found, but you know, they never found it, of course. After his disappearance, a long stream of consciousness note was found taped to Rivera's laptop screen, written by Rivera. The note begins and ends with Freemason-related verbiage, and also contained a list of names, close friends and family of Rivera, who he asked to be made five years younger, whatever that means. The note also mentions the death of actor Christopher Reeve and director Stanley Kubrick, I think that's how you say that. Um, this would seem a massive red sign to an individual with some kind of deteriorating mental condition. That is actually very true. It would seem like a massive red sign because the things that he was saying he was saying in the note just didn't make a lot of sense. It um, all kind of seemed jambled to those reading. It just none of it none of it seems relevant. It just it seems like. Um, word salad, if, if you will. However, Ray's family, friends, and business associates, none of them would say that he went through a health crisis at the time of his death. Of course, um, that doesn't mean that he wasn't suffering with a mental health condition because you really can suffer in silence and you don't always know when a person is struggling. In fact, most people wouldn't walk up to someone and tell them that they are struggling, especially business associates. I definitely wouldn't walk up to my business associates if I was a businesswoman and tell them, hey, um, I'm having all these thoughts that are, you know, very strange. That's just not really something that you would tell them. But I digress because all of his family and his closest friends, even his wife, all say that he had no signs pointing to any kind of mental health deterioration. The note begins, Brothers and sisters, right now, around the world, volcanoes are erupting. What an awesome sight. Whom virtue unites death will not separate. The last of which is apparently a Masonic phrase. The letter apparently closes with the Masonic phrase too. And a couple of weeks before the disappearance of Ray, he actually expressed an interest for Freemasons. He actually bought a book called Freemasons for Dummies and his wife said that he had an interest in secret societies and was also interested in being a screenwriter for movies. I believe, and I don't know, I haven't heard anyone else really say this, but I'm sure someone else has thought it before. I believe um, maybe if Rivera was, if, let's say, the theory that Rivera was going to commit suicide, or he knew that he was going to die, is true. Um, he was a screenwriter. He was very interested in movies. He dedicated 
a lot of his free time, hours and hours, to writing. It's my personal, I guess, theory that perhaps because he was so interested and so kind of obsessed with screenwriting, if he knew he was going to die, um, maybe he wanted to make his death kind of a mystery too. Maybe he wanted to make his the note a mystery that people would have to solve. Um, I don't want to say that. Like, I, I obviously don't know that. Um, but if he was suffering from a condition, um, perhaps his screenwriting had to do in, uh, had to play a little role in the way that his note was written and the way that it was taped behind the computer and the way that just the case kind of unfolds on his part. However, um, I obviously can't make a conclusion on that. It's not a conclusion at all. It's just a little theory. Um, but let's read some more um, little pieces of this note. I'd like to welcome those who accepted out invitations for membership during the game. We couldn't have done it without you. I took on the endeavor to find the truth, but not for its own sake. In accepting this quest for the truth, I hoped to make myself, with the help of others, into a man worthy and ready to receive it. Members of the council, please note that I will lend careful concentration to the traditional responsibilities. In light of those proceedings, I will satisfy the standard request of this council within the appropriate time. I don't know about you guys listening to this. Well, I, actually, maybe I do know about it because none of this makes a lot of sense. And I can probably say that you listening, whether you're in a car or you're in a room, whoever you are, hello. Um, I would say that you're probably wondering what in the world does this mean? Um, obviously, there are... There are clear indications that he was really thinking deeply, like very deeply in the time that he was writing this. Um, if he was going through a mental sort of break, it would make sense that um, the things that he was saying, they just weren't, they had nothing to do with each other, it seemed like. Um, but also, this is very movie-esque, in my opinion. This is very scripted, very, um, seems like a monologue, a character would say, you know? So I, not to disrespect him at all, that's not, I, I don't mean that in a disrespectful way, but it does kind of seem like something that I would read in a book, you know? Kind of something that is just very mysterious and not really a lot of people would be talking like this um, in this time. So, Rivera also listed several people he knew in this note, which by the way, his wife said he missed several important people, which does seem odd, um, and his wife would know, with a request to make them five years younger, quote. Then he wrote a list of movies, books, and music he found really inspiring and compelling like Meet Joe Black, Minority Report, The Born Identity, and Lord of the Rings. He referenced film directors Stanley Kubrick, I think that's how you say that, and M. Night Shyamalan. M. Night Shy... 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 
<laughs> Shia Mallet. I think that's how you say that. So sorry, I definitely butchered that. As well as Star Christopher Reeve. He also says, That was a well-played game. Congratulations to all who participated. But it was time to wake up, so here I am. I stand before you a man who understands the purpose and value of our secrets. That's why I cherish them. As secrets, he writes. And... Life is a test to see if you can control your spirit. Take care and enjoy the festivities. No one really knows what this note means. I definitely don't know what this note means. The full note doesn't look to be available online and even his closest family members, his wife, they've been left searching in their heads to what it even means. My first thought when I heard this note was perhaps he was trying to leave some sort of a code for his family members to read, but um, there's been a lot of investigation going into, you know, experts looking at the note, trying to decode it, and no one could seem to decode anything. However, there is a couple of interesting theories. Um, there's one on Reddit, I believe, that says the way that the note is formatted, um, it spells out help. Um, I definitely see the H E and the P, but you know, the L is kind of, I don't know. I feel like it's seems like it might be a reach, although it might be true as well. Um, but it could be something, you know, that we we're just so desperate for an answer that, you know, we're looking at anything at this point. Um, but it's definitely, it's definitely a possibility. No one really, but Ray and God knows. So if you remember previously, Ray had mentioned The Game, and The Game is a movie, which I have never watched it, but there is one big scene at the end of the movie where the main character jumps off of the roof of a fancy hotel and goes through the glass roof, and similarities to Ray are crazy. I mean, this kind of situation happened with him. Of course, it wasn't the exact situation because Ray didn't fall through a glass roof or anything like that, but it is extremely similar. Um, the article that I'm reading from MarieClaire.com says that the whole movie is about this crazy game. It makes you think you lose everything in order to let you appreciate life again. Ray was an unsuccessful movie script writer and maybe he got involved in something that tried to imitate the game in some way. I personally, I don't, I don't know why, um, I don't, I don't know why if Ray got involved in something bad, they would have him imitate the game. I just, that just doesn't make any sense to me. Like, why would you go through such great lengths to do this? Again, if he was mentally unstable, it would make sense that he would try to recreate it in his way, um, but I just, I, I can't see anyone else being involved in this um, portion of, of the theory. I can't see, I, I personally, I just can't see someone making him imitate the game. It doesn't make sense to me. Back to the Reddit post. In the weeks leading up to Rivera's death, his wife, Allison, stated that Ray had become much more protective of her, often insisting on accompanying her wherever she went. In the spring of 2006, the couple visited Los Angeles to plan their move back, but when they returned to Baltimore, Ray had been behaving oddly, Allison says. He was edgy and nervous, which was uncharacteristic behavior for her usually self-assured husband. 
It started then, Allison said. He started going everywhere with me. He wouldn't let me do anything alone. I feel like, um, and that's the end quote, but I feel like this obviously points to a sign that Ray thought in his mind that Allison was in danger, maybe because he got involved in something that um, he was getting threats, or perhaps if the mental health theory was correct, maybe he was having delusions that people were going to hurt her. Um, my mind immediately jumped to he got involved in something that um, maybe I, I assumed that it was money. Um, maybe he got involved in something that lost somebody money and they are threatening him and his family until he gets it back or something along the lines of that. Anyway, um, a week before Ray disappeared, he accompanied his wife to a running track. While there, something spooky happened and Allison recalled. She jogged and Ray sat in the bleachers reading a book and then a man appeared. Her husband freaked out. Even though the guy left without incident, Allison says that Ray really seemed unnerved and she says it wasn't like him. This definitely could be escalating paranoia of someone in the midst of some kind of a crisis. However, what happened next is truly spine tingling. A few days later after the incident at the track, something happened at their home. The alarm in the couple's Northwood home went off, sending Ray bouncing off the bed. When Allison joined Ray in the basement, she recalled seeing something in her husband's eye she had never seen before. True fear. It literally made me sick, she recalls. He had a look in his eyes that I had never seen before. Ray was scared. He's a big Latin guy and he's macho. It wasn't him. The next evening, the alarm went off again and Ray, again, flipped out. Quote, It really hit me because I just wasn't used to seeing Ray like that, she said. It really hit me then. End quote. After Ray's body was found, Rivera said she told police about the attempted break-ins, but detectives told her that it was probably squirrels that tripped the alarm. Um, yeah, I just, yeah, I just, <laughs> what a conclusion, you know, imagine calling the police saying that, hey, my alarm was tripped, like somebody might have broken, like had tried to break into my house, and then they tell you that it was probably squirrels. <laughs> I just, I don't know. That's just funny to me. They came a week later and fingerprinted the bottom sill, but said it was probably a squirrel, Allison said, but she doesn't completely buy that. The alarms being tripped are extremely unsettling for two reasons. Either someone was really threatening Ray and his wife, sending a message, or if Ray was in the middle of a mental episode, events really conspired to make him feel like he was justified in whatever paranoia he was experiencing. The guy at the track who could have just been someone perfectly innocent, the tripped alarms, these things really could have convinced Ray that he and his wife were in danger. The cameras in the Belvedere, which should have captured Ray entering the building and moving about its halls, were lost. Some employees of the condo building have told Rivera the security camera malfunctioned on the night he disappeared. When someone programmed the hard drive that stores the images from the camera and the stairwells where Ray would have had to pass to get to the roof to record itself. I guess it malfunctioned and, you know, it's kind of, I think it's too much of a coincidence that these cameras just malfunctioned the night that somebody brutally died or, you know, in my opinion, was probably murdered. 
Additionally, medical examiners determined that he died from multiple and severe injuries consistent with a fall from height, but they made no ruling as to homicide, suicide, or an accident. Instead, they declared it undetermined because the circumstances surrounding the incident were and still are unclear. Ray had been working for a publication run by his high school friend, Porter Stansbury, named The Rebound Report. Rivera's job was to produce content for the newsletter. The RR basically advised potential investors on companies whose stocks might soon rise, and even though they were recently in the dumps, Rivera still advised them. And he didn't like this job. He was a creative man. He had recently completed a screenplay and wanted to produce and make movies. He had previously attended film school. His wife, Allison, disclosed that Ray had hated the 9-to-5 life, and he also didn't like his actual role at the company. Furthermore, he had no financial credentials or experience. It would seem that his creative flair was perhaps very good for the Stansbury and Algor Incorporation, the company that encompassed Stansbury's own. Both Al Gore Inc. and Stansbury himself had been tried and found guilty of SEC violations in the past. Stansbury was essentially found guilty of selling information to clients that was wholly untrue and made up. He had to pay a fine of $1.5 million, roughly. This was um, about a year before Rivera joined the company. Rivera eventually stepped back from this job. He still, from time to time, worked freelance work for Stansbury. Agora Inc. At the time of his death, up until the day of, he was working on a video project for Stansberry. Friends said that Rivera was unhappy because some of the stocks he had been writing about were not rebounding. This would mean clients who had bought these stocks could lose their money. After Ray's death, the company sent out a memo to all the staff forbidding them from speaking about the Ray Rivera case with any media outlets or other parties. Stansbury was also contacted and a lawyer responded that no employees were going to talk about the incident. Which, not to accuse anyone of anything, but that just kind of seems odd to me that if, you know, you... <laughs> I don't know, it just kind of seems suspicious that they wouldn't let their employees talk anything about the case. But, you know, who am I to say why? Maybe it's because they didn't want bad rep for their company, which is probably the reason, but also, why wouldn't they let his best friend talk about it and why wouldn't his best friend do more to talk about it um which you know is obviously own theory in itself that um, perhaps he was involved i obviously am not accusing him of being involved but you know it's it it's a theory a popular theory is that um rivera because he was involved with the company that had lied to people about the stocks perhaps somebody lost a lot of money because of rivera's advice and um, they wanted to get back at him however i can't see someone going through that extreme length to get back at him um but also a lot of people do a lot of things for money a lot of murders happen because of money um wills and such things like that so I definitely can't discount that from something that the human species would be capable of doing, but I digress. So let's get into a couple of the Reddit theories. The first one on the list from Bustle.com, thank you very much, is that it's connected to the Freemasons. Rivera had been interested in Masonic Order before his disappearance, reading several books on the topic and even meeting with a member. I actually haven't heard that part, that's very surprising to me. Um, I can't confirm that because that's actually something I've never heard before, but I, 
I guess that could be something that happened. Some of his verbiage in the note appears to be a reference to Freemasonry, most notably his opening phrase, whom virtue unites, death will not separate. He also listed a number of shows, movies, and books, as well as a long list of family members and celebrities he wanted to make five years younger. As such, Redditor GoldenR16180 said that Rivera may have written the note because Freemasons are not supposed to share their organization secrets. His audience is the Freemasons, and the quotes, movies, and names are all nods to the secret traditions of the Masons, user theorized. They even had an explanation for the blank check found with the letters, guessing that it was meant for Rivera's initiation fee. Yeah, that would make... that That's definitely a theory that I can get behind. Number two, it's a speech. This one is a theory from Sammy Fearless, um, guessing that Rivera was writing a speech, though not necessarily one meant for the Freemasons. The writing is stylized in a way that makes more sense and seems more lucid when spoken, they wrote in part. The opening is very dramatic, much how you would give a speech. The ending is also dramatic and seems to invite applause from an audience. I also agree with this theory because it, it, it's also something I can stand behind because like I said um, in the beginning of this getting into the note itself um i said that the note seems very script like it seems like he wrote it for a movie or he wrote it for just like as a script you know so it being a script for a speech it definitely would make a lot of sense number three rivera was acting out the movie the game we discussed this theory earlier and i said that you know i don't really see why someone would go through that huge of a length for the movie and even Allison says that she couldn't find a deeper connection. Ray liked a lot of different types of movies, she said. He was a guy who was interested in everything. If he had only ever left just that writing, or if it was the only thing he had ever written randomly, then people would be a little bit more suspect. Number four, Rivera was experiencing mental illness. We definitely um, went into this, but let's go into it a little further. Unsolved Mysteries, hours vary, guessed that Rivera had something called the Truman Show Delusion, which Psychology Today explains, is when people believe they are on a TV show-like scenario. Others have hypothesized that Rivera died by suicide after a psychotic break. However, the police told the WBAL-TV that Rivera had no history of mental illness and Rivera's wife doesn't believe it was suicide either. Allison believes that if he was going to die by suicide, then he would have left a note for her and for the family explaining why and what was going on. It's rare that somebody dies by suicide and doesn't leave a note or people didn't see it coming. She also said, because Ray was a writer, he would have left a beautiful note. That's actually very sad. That's actually really sad to read. She. That makes me really sad, actually. That's. I feel like. I feel like they really loved each other, and she really loves him, and it's heartbreaking that she has to go through this. Um, number five, Rivera's note was in code. Redditor Quartz Lizard theorized that the entire note was actually written to spell out the word help, while others put forth the idea that it's written in a code. Number six, it's the start of a screenplay. Rivera was an aspiring screenwriter, and some viewers had guessed that his note was actually the beginning of a script, something that also I had an idea that maybe it's part of the script. It's something called a tone or mood reel. Ellison also believes that this might be the case and that her late husband was doing research for a screenplay. Number seven, it's just a note. 
Perhaps this cryptic paper wasn't related to Rivera's death and it was simply his ramblings. Reddit user E6R6I6C posted that it was a list of passwords, while another user, LostScribe007, theorized that it was just a loose collection of notes and nothing more. So let me know what you guys think in the comments. Um, I personally, I, I'm, I lean towards that maybe it was a screenplay, um, the beginning of a screenplay, and maybe he, I, I actually do lean towards the um, Freemason, um, the Freemason group killed him sort of theory. It would make sense, I guess. It would, it's a lead for sure um, because of how much he was interested in Freemasonry. Apparently he met someone um, and he was just, maybe he was starting his initiation and something went wrong. Maybe he told a secret. We honestly don't know. Um, I feel really hard for Allison. I hope that I hope that she is going to get the answers that she deserves. Um, of course, we can you know we can pray for her. We can find out how we can help them, but um, help the family. But it's just a very unfortunate situation. Um, if I didn't have any answers, if the person, my husband passed away, that would be so heartbreaking. That would be so sad. So I really feel for Allison, but let me guys know your theories in the comments. Um, don't forget, whoa, I cannot speak. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast. Um, and I also made an Instagram for the podcast. It is called Thought Spirals with a Z. You can follow me at Thought Spirals with a Z on Instagram and at Leah Crow on Instagram, leah.crow. Also, forget, don't forget to subscribe. I almost said forget. What? Don't forget to subscribe to me on YouTube uh, at Leah Crow. I post every week. Um, I've been in the process of moving recently, so um, I haven't been posting as much. And also I got into a car accident that caused me to not post as much, but I'm getting into the swing of things again. So I am, of course, making my podcast and posting on YouTube. So thank you so much for watching. I hope you beautiful people have a wonderful day and I'll see you in the next episode.